0: I am joined by the briefcase, but today is a special day. Today is his big day, his birthday number forty-eight. Casey Cobb, Casey, happy birthday!
1: Thanks, Chuck. I appreciate that, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. did you have a good one,
1: dude? I had a great birthday. Went over to uh, went over to the in-laws. Had a big, huge steak. Had some grilled asparagus. Had some coconut ice cream, had some chocolate delight, and uh, got me some new uh, some new running shoes, man. Got me some of these Under Armour. I know they're not sponsoring us yet, but got me some new Under Armour running <laughs> shoes. I'm looking forward to get, get, uh, taking those bad boys out and giving them a spin. So yeah, it was a great birthday, man. I'm yeah, pretty honored to be the, the host or to be hosted by the one and only uh, Sandy, your grandmother. Yeah. Yeah,
0: well that, that is that is awesome. That's good to hear. Um good to hear you had a good birthday. Well, this was a uh as always a fun week in college football, and we are gonna break that down for you. Um today in this first episode we're gonna get started off by ranking our top five live in-game animal actual there mascots. Um after we do that, we're gonna do a little bit of review and preview uh last week's and next week's picks. And then we're going to wrap it up with our uh, final take. So with that, Casey, are you ready?
1: Yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's open up the briefcase and start talking.
0: All right. Well, why don't you get us kicked off? Why don't you give us your uh, top five? And you can give us a few honorable mentions if you want. Um, but, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and get them off. Uh, top five in-game mascots.
1: All right. You want, you, want to go, uh, you want to do one, me do one, then you do one, or you want me to just go down my list?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, we can we can trade off our our five our top five. Go ahead. What's what's your number five?
1: All right, perfect. Okay, so my number five. You know, I didn't really. I don't know if I got these ranked, but um, I I, I don't really have these in a particular order. So I hope that's okay with you.
0: Uh, that's um, that's fine. That's kind of unacceptable, but you know, I mean, we'll roll with it. We're gonna roll
1: with that. It was hard <laughs> to pick. All right. You know, All right. I'm going to be a total homer here just because I'm going to throw it in. You know, I'm sure you're going to throw yours in. You know, I got to love Reveille. Great border collie. It's a great story. Now, uh, you know, back, uh, back in the day, I think around the 40s or 50s, a stray dog showed up at, at the dorm on the Texas A&M campus. And they just kind of adopted Reveille and made her their mascot. It wasn't a border collie to begin with. Um, and just started, uh, taking, taking the dog around, taking care of it. It's a pretty cool tradition that, you know, Reveille goes around with a handler all day long and goes to classes. And, you know, I've been to classes where she's sitting there. And the the thing is if Reveille barks while she's in class, class is dismissed automatically.
0: Hmm. Which is kind of wow. cool. That is kind of, that is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. She never barked in any of the classes I was in, unfortunately. So, um, But yeah, Reveille for Texas A&M. She's pretty cool. Just chills out down there, probably burning up in the heat. But uh, I I like Reveille.
0: That is a a pretty cool one. Um, Also, uh, just a a side note, um, she's not actually a border collie. I actually thought this. I called her that forever. It is a rough collie, is uh, the type of dog. Um, Border collies are black and white. And I always wondered that because people always would say, I guess because border collie is the most common type of collie, right. but I, you know, I was like, ah, border collies look—it's a rough collie, so that's that's what uh, Revly is. But yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And I did not yeah. throw Bevo in my top five. I, I mean, it's an amazing mascot, and it, you know, if I was being honest, it would be in my top five. But I just kind of left that out. But that's fine. I mean, we yeah. we throw Bevo. Bivo's an awesome. Story and the whole how it got named and all that is, is um, really cool history of the Texas-Texas A&M rivalry. But I'll leave, uh, I'll leave Bevo out. My number five, I do have mine ranked. Um, my number five is Tusk of the Arkansas Razorbacks, the, the 200, 300-pound Russian boar of uh, our, uh, University of Arkansas. Pretty cool mascot there. Um, just a big old woo-pig suey um really cool really ferocious uh russian boar for the university of arkansas so that's my number 5 is tusk
1: okay that's pretty cool yeah and uh man, I'm unique. embarrassed. I I should know what my mascot of my school is, huh? A rough a collie. lot. A lot
0: of people, a lot of people that have heard. Man, I haven't talked to that many like alumni, but like fans of A and M just like generally call it a border collie. I, I don't know why, because yeah. if you type in border collie, you will recognize a border collie. But yeah, right. She's a, and I mm-hmm. uh, I looked it up one day, and yeah, she's a rough collie. So yeah.
1: typical Aggie, right? Be- beautiful okay.
0: dog. Yeah. Beautiful breed of dog.
1: Yeah. It is pretty. Okay. So Tusk. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. That's a pretty intimidating mascot to run tusk. up. Tusk. Yeah. yeah. Tusk. Um I'm going with uh Ramses from North Carolina, man. Mm. Yeah, that's a pretty cool one. a Dorset horn sheep. I I think that's a really really neat looking animal. You know, you, you see those big horn sheep up there when you were in Montana, I'm sure, but and those are, they're pretty cool looking. I saw some pictures of it on the sideline and that's a, I think that's a neat uh, live mascot Ramses.
0: Yeah. North Carolina. Um, I don't know what they do like pregame. I know that like Ramses runs out with them and stuff, but I remember seeing them, uh, you know, come out on the field like their pregame stuff and they do something really cool with them. I don't know what exactly it is. I can't remember, but I know that he runs out on the field. Yeah. that That's always one that catches your eye that, they definitely, you know, show it on the TV quite a bit in their pregame stuff. So yeah, Ramsey's that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty cool one.
1: Probably not really intimidating, but pretty cool looking.
0: Yeah. So my number four, you might you might have this in yours, um, which is fine. We can duplicate. We didn't collaborate on these and it's okay if they overlap. But my number four is Ranger and Striker, the two horses for the Army Black Knights. Um, you know, we've both kind of talked about how cool the black Knights are, uh, as a mascot name. And then they're actually live in game horses, solid black, just with the riders on there, like, and with it being army, really, really cool. And then the names are just like putting it over the top ranger and striker, uh, really cool, um, mascot there for army.
1: That is cool. And they almost pulled it off against OU this weekend.
0: They did. They did. Yeah. We had some, big, we had some big almost upsets today. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Well, that or, would have been pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's cool. Right on. Um, okay, let's go with Mike the Tiger for LSU. You
0: know, oh, I'm, I'm Mike going, the Tiger.
1: Dude, I'm going for pure uh, intimidation factor here, right? I mean pretty much put a tiger up against uh, pretty much any other mascot except for maybe a bear or the grizzly, you know, the tiger's pretty ferocious. And, and I, I don't know if they still do this, but I know they used to put Mike the tiger in his cage outside the visiting uh, team's locker. So when they ran <laughs> yeah. out, they had to run by Mike the tiger. Right? Yeah, I yeah, cool. yeah.
0: I don't know if they still do that either, but yeah, I've heard that that's pretty awesome. That's a cool yeah. scare tactic. <laughs> yeah. I think we might be more humane nowadays, but uh, you know. <laughs> pretty neat yeah yeah um good one good one uh number three for me is uga the bulldog from the university of georgia uh i just always remember maybe it's because my grandmother loves bulldogs but Mm -hmm. i always remember seeing this uh bulldog all over the place and it's it's one of the most iconic mascots really when you think about it i mean it's it's up there like you always whenever i think of live college mascots my mind goes you know straight to a handful of mascots and uga is one of them um just an iconic big white bulldog um the big bulldog jowls just sitting there on the sideline so my number three is uga
1: right on uga very good okay yeah that's a pretty iconic one when you think of Georgia, you, you do think of uga the bulldog um you know this might be my favorite you know, I could put this as my favorite. I, I like it. I think it's pretty cool looking. I don't know about you. I mean, I was raised uh I was raised around chickens growing up and Sir Big Spur for South Carolina. Mm. Really cool looking rooster, man. I mean it's beautiful. And yeah. um I like the name Sir Big Spur. So I think that's pretty cool. It's a really pretty, pretty mascot. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I don't know if a species is a gamecock or or what, what, uh, species of, of rooster it is, but it's a real, it's pretty. I like that. I think that's a pretty cool one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that almost made it into my honorable mentions. That was a, uh, that's a pretty cool mascot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we got two more, uh, my number two is Ralphie, the Buffalo or bison as it's correctly known as, but the Colorado Buffalo's Ralphie, um Ralphie the bison they run out you know I think he was my one of my top traditions how they run Mm -hmm. him out at the beginning of the game and that's just man that's such a cool mascot the wranglers running with them and the old cowboys and that's just there's something cool about that um Ralphie is my number two that's really really cool in-game mascot
1: that's a pretty Um, intimidating one too you
0: know oh yeah yeah for sure it's I don't know if I'd want to be one of those wranglers running out. I mean, bison are—you know—they don't let Ralphie get too big. I don't know how they—I don't know if they only have females or what, but it's not a big male. It's—it's it's a smaller bison, but um, still pretty intimidating. Maybe they um,
1: genetically produced a uh, miniature
0: bison. Maybe. Well, I don't know if they'd call it miniature. It's just. Not
1: <laughs>
0: what can get
1: Com- compact. But, it's uh, compact.
0: Yeah, yeah, compact. <laughs> there you go. So before you do your number one or, or last one, whatever, if you have any honorable mentions, um, you can throw them out.
1: Yeah, I got I got uh, honorable mention and then I have an unofficial one that I love.
0: I'm going to have to I'll tell you
1: about. It. But yeah, my honorable mention, I put down Bevo, um, you know, as much as I can't stand the University of Texas. Um, Bevo's iconic. You know, just like yeah. Uga, Bevo is iconic. When you think of the Longhorns, you think of Bevo and i I think that's that's pretty cool, and I had Ralphie as my honorable mention as well I, I like that too. I think that's a cool tradition. I think that's a cool mascot pretty intimidating mm. so yeah yeah what do you what do you got you got your um, number one
0: my honorable mentions i got I got three i got uh renegade the the Florida state horse uh really cool looking horse and and with renegade the the um guy the spear guy you know that
1: chief whole Osceola thing is just amazing
0: yes chief osceola um also the war eagle for for auburn oh, yeah. awesome awesome mascot um and then stella the owl for the temple temple owls uh-huh. um i was reading they just got a uh real owl from a zoo in 2013 before that they didn't have a live mascot and that's just i don't know owls are really cool to me so that's yeah, they a, are cool that that's a cool little mascot um yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you real quick about Bevo. Have you seen uh, – you, you probably haven't seen any of the beginnings of any of the games, but, uh, you know, Bevo normally is just sitting there on the sidelines, you know, in his little, yep. you know, hay patch or whatever. Well, at the beginning of the game, they've started it this year. He comes out before the players in the smoke. Oh, that's cool. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. Like the first game against Tulsa, the first home game, Um he came like barreling out of the smoke and almost knocked over two of the handlers, <laughs> like just full blown, just barreling out of the smoke. And it was so cool. Everybody's hyped up. And I, I don't know whose idea. I don't know if it was Chris Del Conte's or what, but that's a cool, cool that thing. So good. that, that uh, yeah. Bevo coming out of the smoke now, maybe bring a little, cause he normally just sits over there, you know, just, just got chilling, a little hay pile chilling and chilling out yeah, and just taking a big yeah. dump. Yeah, so now he's <laughs> now he's got a little action to him, you know, like coming out of the yeah. smoke. But anyways, yeah, what's what's your last one? What's your oh, I
1: got to throw one in for your mom for what she okay. liked. Remember, she liked the Red Raider from Texas Tech. So mm-hmm. Sharon's, yep. Sharon's favorite in-game mascot is the Texas Tech Red Raider. So we'll throw a shout-out to Sharon.
0: Does the, uh, does the horse, do you know if it hasn't, is it named Red Raider? Man, right I have
1: now? no clue, but uh,
0: no, I don't know. I
1: just, you know, figured I'd throw that in there for Sharon. Um. Yeah, yeah. My my um unofficial <laughs> mascot, not really live mascot, but kind of like you know Stanford. Stanford has the tree. I went and looked at some pictures of that. That's hilarious.
0: Oh, that's uh, awesome.
1: Dartmouth has the unofficial mascot of Keggy the keg. <laughs> this is some guy dressed yeah. up like a like a like a ridiculous looking keg, and uh, I just was looking at that. Like that's hilarious, man. That is so funny. It's oh, some man, that's... some goof some goofball in like this you know <laughs> like this silver keg looking looking outfit dude <laughs> with green arms it's got the little pump sticking out the top you know people are taking <laughs> pictures with it
0: <laughs> I'm surprised the administration allows it they uh, probably uh... he probably don't he probably just sneaks by and he's probably a troublemaking student every year but that's, <laughs> that's <funny>. yeah <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Oh man, that's pretty. Um, Oh man, that that's really good. Well, my number one—you've already uh, said—my number one is is Mike the Tiger. I love um, tigers in general. I think it's so cool that LSU has an actual tiger. There's so many of those great mascots that we don't have. Um, I was telling uh, my mom earlier that that um, Montana used to have an actual grizzly. Uh, grizzly bear um that would run out you know and they'd have leashes on it and they would run out in uh, midfield but they you know because of the endangered species act and all that they they had to get rid of it in the 1940s but they had an actual grizzly bear there so i mean there's so many of those that you can't do anymore right right mike the tiger is is really cool so that that's my number one very cool nice um yeah, so with that, there's a, there's some of our top live in-game mascots. If we didn't get to yours, we apologize and, and let us know in the comments um, who we missed out on. Um, feel free to. So, But with that, uh, Casey, are you ready to do a little review and preview? I'm back.
1: I have redemption <laughs> you, this week, man. You did. Yeah. You, did. you
0: caught up. A- Casey caught up this week, so um, the three games will start it off. Number 20, Oregon, against number 7, Stanford. I had Oregon winning 37-31. Casey had Stanford winning 27-13. Your final 38-31 in overtime. I just want to say Oregon got robbed in this game. Did you watch
1: this game? I only got to see a little bit of it. No, I had to go to bed early. I had to get up at 5 a.m.,
0: Mm, they got robbed in this game. There was a critical point in this game late in the third quarter. I think less than a minute left in the third quarter. It was 24-7 to Oregon. Oregon has a breakaway run. They're, they're on like the 20-yard line. Uh-huh. They have a breakaway run on the sideline. The guy jumps in the air, kicks the pile on with his foot, and steps out of bounds after the end zone. Well, when they do that, it's wherever he kicked, whenever he kicks uh-huh. the pylon, it's wherever the ball is. So they reviewed oh, this and the announcers, everybody, everybody said the ball, I mean, you could clearly see it. The ball was over the end zone when he kicked the pylon. They even called it a touchdown originally. Casey, they overturned this touchdown call. Okay. And you think, oh, well, that doesn't matter because they're on, like, the inch yard line. Yeah, but two plays later, they fumble uh, uh, the snap. Stanford runs it back 90 yards, and instead of 31-7, to it is now 24-14. Wow. Stanford never looked back. Man. They came all the way back, pushed it to overtime, and then won by seven in overtime. My score, extremely close also. Mm-hmm. It's just flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. But – Oregon got robbed in that one Casey I just want to say but you got with robbed. all that with, with all that um you you did pick that one correctly Stanford did come away with the win in that one
1: yeah and Bryce Love didn't do a whole lot either again
0: no he didn't no Oregon um you know their defense didn't look great uh in the second half but the first half they shut them down but that offense really controlled the game and that that energy of that stadium was electric uh Autzen Stadium is one of the most underrated college football venues um man it was it was really live really energetic really kicking and i i can't believe Oregon didn't come out of there with the win but uh yeah so there was the first game second game we had number 10 Washington against Arizona State i had Washington winning 38-22 KCU had Washington winning 32-18 the actual score was twenty-seven twenty. Washington. We both got this one right. This was a late, late game. Uh, Casey, did you get to watch any of this one? No.
1: Like I said, man, I had to go to bed early. No, I didn't watch yeah. any
0: of it. You know? Yeah, but, I didn't. I didn't get to catch this one either. I
1: mean, it looks like you know, once again, Pac-12. It's Washington, really good. You know, is Stanford really that good? Is Oregon really that good? I don't know yet, but um, you know, Jake Browning did his job and. And they, you know, they managed to to win the game, and and uh, Herm Edwards, uh, you know, got got moved up, was in was in the top twenty five, probably going to drop. I don't know, may drop out again. Probably will drop out after that loss, but but um, you know, I think I think Washington will, will keep moving up, and Jake Browning keeps just doing his job, taking care of business.
0: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. Washington uh, coming out with a close one there, um, but they took it away from Herm Edwards. The final game, uh, so we both got that one, right? Uh the final game was number 18 Wisconsin against unranked Iowa. I had Iowa winning 24-17, you had Wisconsin winning 28-24. You're pretty pretty close with that score. The final mm-hmm. 28-17 Wisconsin just a little too much for Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, anything to say about this one, Casey? Uh no,
1: you know, you were you you were thinking Iowa for the upset, and I think Iowa gave Wisconsin all they could handle. You know. I mean, the final yep. scores, is 28-17. I think it was a little bit closer than that here in the game. There was there was some hope for Iowa, but, you know, in the end of the day, Wisconsin just had too much for them and took over and won that, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Wisconsin just just a little too much for Iowa. Yep. I I was really tempted, and I ended up doing it, and uh, I took two upsets last week, and just none of them worked out. So, Casey, you had a clean sweep this 3-0,
1: week. 3-0, baby.
0: 3-0. Oh, I went 1-2. and two, So, that pushes our scores to 8 for Chuck and 6 for Casey. Casey, coming, coming up, up fast.
1: Coming up fast. Wow.
0: Nice. Coming up fast. So, for this week, we got three games. Let's get it kicked off. Number 25, BYU versus number 10, Washington. Washington, this is three weeks in a row we picked their games. But they keep in uh, Stanford too. So, anyways, 25 BYU, 10 Washington. What you got in this one, Casey?
1: Chuck, I was really tempted to to go with the upset here with BYU, but I looked at who they've played. You know, I mean, uh, you know, they've played. Let's see here. Where'd my BYU go? Oh, I had it up. You know, it's not that they beat a ton of great people. So, I'm saying because it's, and I'm not super impressed with Washington. But because it is in it is in Washington, I'm going to go with Washington, 28-13 to take BYU down.
0: 28-13, okay, good score. These are old rankings, by the way. Let me update them. Yeah, It's uh, it is now 20 number 20 BYU. versus 11, 11 Washington. 11 Washington, yep. Um, I got pretty similar thoughts on this one. I wanted to pick BYU, but in Husky Stadium with Jake Browning, a solid senior quarterback. I just can't do it. I uh, can't pull the trigger on the uh, Cougars. So I'm going to go Washington, and I'm going to go uh, – I like that score, but I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going go to go 32-24. 32-24 Washington, lock it in. Uh, next on the slate, we got – let me get the current rankings here. I've got it.
1: Seven we Stanford got... versus eight Notre Dame, Chuck.
0: There you go. Seven Stanford, eight Notre Dame. Casey, who you got in
1: this one? Chuck, I'm going with Notre Dame. Um, you know, as I said, uh, not super confident about both of them. However, you know, Stanford uh, beat Oregon at Oregon, even if they did get robbed. Um, so you know, they're look they're looking, you know, they're looking tough. But I'm going with Notre Dame. You know, I remember you saying South Bend; they're a good team in South Bend. So I'm saying Notre Dame in a close game, 24-21. Chuck,
0: book it. Twenty-four twenty-one, Fighting Irish. Um, man, you know, I mean, I kind of want to, I kind of want to separate us a little bit, but it is in South Bend, and I don't know if I can pick Notre Dame in South Bend. You know what? I am going to do it. Notre Dame collapses in the middle of the year every year. Oh. Stanford's got Bryce Love, really needed to turn it up for a Heisman contention. I am going Stanford. In there this you one. go. Um, and it's going to be Bryce Love's going to be the difference. Um, So I'm going to go 28 to 20 – ooh, 28-25, Casey. I'm going to go 28-25 Stanford in that one. Come on, Bryce. All right. Um, So with the last pick, we got a big game here, number four, Ohio State against number nine, Penn State. Big, big ten matchup in this one, Casey. This one, possible college football playoff implications who you got
1: it ain't gonna happen dude i would love i want to see penn state win i wonder if they're going to be doing the whiteout that night too man that's impressive when they do that at penn state but i, I can't mm. i just can't go against ohio state i mean they've they they've uh they've they've took care of business dude they they took care of tcu you know tc was ranked uh pretty high up there in their game uh, a couple weeks ago um, I know it's at home, but I'm going. I think Ohio State's going to come in. I think Penn State may hang with them for a little bit, but I think second half, Ohio State's going to pull away 42-28, to 28, Chuck. 42-28.
0: Okay, pretty similar game to TCU then. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, this one's tough. Penn State hasn't played anybody, but they've put mm-hmm. up a lot of points on the board. Uh, a lot of people gave them a lot of grief about week one almost losing the Appalachian state. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you remember last year, Penn state took Ohio state down to the wire and ended up beating them, I think in an overtime game, um, that really cost uh, Ohio state the college football playoff last year. (sighs) You know, this one's in Beaver stadium in university park. Um, this is, this is going to be a dog fight. I think it's gonna be closer than what you said. Um, I think it's going to be an absolute dogfight. I think Penn State's going to bring anything and everything. They really don't like Ohio State. Everyone in the Big Ten wants to bring Ohio State down. I think there's going to be a lot of emotion behind this. I just think Dwayne Haskins and Urban Meyer are going to be too much, so I am going to pick Ohio State, although, man, it's tough. Uh, this one's going to be close. This one's going to be 38-37. to 37. You think so, huh? 38-37 Ohio State. Penn State's going to give them all they want All right. Um, in that one. So, with that, that's our picks for week five. Uh, check back next week to see how we did. Um, another update on the scores right now. It is Chuck 8, Casey 6 going into week five. So, keep your, uh, keep your eyes open for next week. So, with that, done with week five picks. Casey, are you ready to take us out with your final take? Final
1: take, Cleveland Browns. They did it.
0: The Cleveland Browns. They won a game.
1: They haven't won a game. <laughs> they didn't win a game all – what, 2016 the last time they won a game. And they managed to pull off a tie in the first – what, the tie in the first game? Right?
0: Uh, Yep. Yeah, against the Steelers. Yeah.
1: And then they won Thursday night. Uh, Baker Mayfield, man, maybe he's going to be the real deal, you know? a little concerned about his height, a little concerned about his attitude, but uh, he really showed a little something. So, you know, hats off to to the Cleveland fans. Um, they've been suffering for a little while, so maybe they've got something good going. I, I think that's good for good for Cleveland, you
0: know. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's hard, um, it's, hard to,
1: it's hard to bag on them, you know. Like if it was the Pittsburgh Steelers or the 49ers, I'd be super happy if they were und- if they lost every game of the season. Yeah, I'd be disappointed if they won, but Cleveland. I mean, come on, what do they got? The Rock and Hole Hall of Fame. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm a, and the Cleveland fans are—they're awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Browns fans are—they're—they're they're just man, they're so awesome, wearing their jerseys, coming out there, and just knowing they're terrible. But yeah. Baker Mayfield might uh, might spark a new dynasty. You never know. Um, Heisman Trophy, and we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see how Baker. Um, can do in the NFL, but yeah, impressive yep. Browns getting their first win since RG three was the quarterback. So that tells you something. Yep. Um, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Final take, um, with mine, I've got two little ones. Uh, first off, um, I guess I'll do this one first. So the Rangers played their last home game today. It was a fan appreciation day and Adrian Beltré was taken out in the sixth inning. Guys, it might be the last time we're ever going to see Adrian Beltre um, in Arlington on in Globe Life Park. Uh, and if it is the last time, if if today was the last time we get to see him play on that field, then um, it's been a pleasure, Beltre. Uh, what a great Texas Ranger. What a great um, MLB player. Um, great attitude. Just all around awesome person, awesome player. So it's going to go down as one of the top three third basemen ever to play the game. So. Uh, good on you, Beltre, that's the last time we get to see you. Um, right also, also, Montana uh, honored a former quarterback in the 1990s uh, who led the team to their 1995 first-ever national championship, FCS championship, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and that is Dave Dickinson. And the reason why they were honoring him is this year he is going into the College Football Hall of Fame uh, along with Ed Reed and um, – and I can't even remember the class this year, but several other uh, amazing players. Dave Dickinson being honored as a, univer- as a University of Montana alum in the College Football Hall of Fame. Go Grizz, Dave, and uh, we are proud of you in Grizz Nation. Very good. Um, yeah, we. Yeah, I know I've read the backstories. I'm not going to pretend to be a Montana fan in 1995, but we beat Marshall 22-21 um, in Huntington, actually. Uh, and he led a light, a late fourth quarter drive to, to seal that game. So Dave Dickinson and Montana. Great. Um, so with that, Casey, uh, I think we're all wrapped up. Do you have any last words for this episode before we wrap it up?
1: No, shut in shutting the briefcase, Chuck,
0: shutting the briefcase. All right. Well, with that guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed listening, subscribe to the podcast, share with your friends and family on any social me- media platform you want. Be sure to leave us a rating or a view. Um, Yeah, let us know how we did. Uh, Check in for the second episode this week where we are going to break down the new coaches in college football and check in to see where they're all at and where they're headed. Um, For Casey, the briefcase, happy birthday again, Casey. Thank you. I am, yep, I am Chuck Taylor, and we are signing off. This has been Unpopular Opinions.